too. Well, hello, everybody. This is... Wrestling Jackson. Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I'm your co-host, Jackson Booth. He is the host. I'm the co-host, Stephen Booth, his dad. We uh, got a big interview we did last night with Ballot Bridges from APW Wrestling. It's uh, all advanced wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's advanced pro wrestling. So, here in a minute, it'll start. We went to the show last night. It was pretty good, wasn't it, Jackson? Yeah. This time I finally got glass from Jackson. Yeah. But here we go with the interview, guys. This is Jackson's first interview, so wish him luck, guys. We'll see you later. Okay. This is uh, Rastin 101 with Jackson here, and we get his first interview with Ballard. It's Ballard Bridges. Come on. Oh Ballard Bridges. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's a wrestler for APW. Oh, what is it? Advanced, yeah, Advanced, Advanced Pro, Pro Wrestling. Wrestling. And uh, so, if this interview's a little on my part, it's my first one, so I'm yeah. never... And my first so, one, uh, Tell us about yourself, man. We've what? been coming to a couple of shows, and we kind of dig your... I mean, you dig your style, you know. You seem like one of them high flyers. You see, that's the funny thing. That's the funny thing. Is that you don't really necessarily see any more high flyers. You don't see people jumping into the sky. You don't see people doing anything it takes to win, to take the risk. But me, on the other hand, I've been doing this for three years. I broke out of an asylum just to have my fun. And what better way to have fun than to soar through that air and land and destroy my opponents? That's, I like that, that's pretty cool. Well, what about y'all? What are y'all doing here for me? Oh, well, we're just starting to do interviews and stuff, and uh, he just started his podcast. He's done about 15 episodes, and you're like our first wrestler we've ever interviewed. Yeah. Well, you're the well, first one. Well, do you, well since you're interviewing me, I do have a little bit of time. Is there anything that you would like to know? Well, yes. Ask him, buddy. Don't be shy. I'm scared. Why? <laughs> ask him of uh, what got him into wrestling. Okay. What got you into wrestling? Well, you know, how old are you? Nine. Whenever I was about your age, I would always watch the WWE and the WWF whenever, back in the day, I would watch people like Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. Eddie Guerrero. People like Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, I like Jeff Hardy. Chris Benoit. Kane. The Undertaker. And I thought to myself, you know what? One of these days, I want to be there. Fast forward, now I'm only 24 years old. I've been doing this for three years. I have battled giants that are six foot six, 320 pounds. I have battled guys my size. Dang. Six four, 160 pounds. Like Jackson. Exactly. <laughs> it is a very, very wild journey, but it was worth it. I bet. We did see your your chair match you had. That was what three months ago, yeah. I think three or that four. That was really cool. That was a pretty good match, and man, it here's what you need to tell. I mean, tell everybody out there, and it irritates me being a fan when people's like, 
Oh, you know that BS is fake. Oh, you know it. Well, you know, I've seen this man's back in the chair after it, people. <laughs> Some of this stuff, I mean, that's like I try to tell them. They're putting their bodies on the line, and they can still get hurt, and people don't understand. And I've seen him after the chair match because you took that chair home. And it wasn't no gimmick chair. It was an outright steel chair that was beat up because they used it on his back, remember? His back was just cut up. Well, actually, the funny part is the one that I had, I'm the one that hit that over Seth Anunnaki's back. I hit it over his head. Oh, man. His leg. I hit... That chair is a souvenir from one of the greatest matches I've that ever had in my career. Match. And, like, when you have a match like that and it takes so much out of your body, probably mentally and physically, I mean, the next day, I mean, you probably feel like you've been – a train hit you. I honestly could not move for a week. I could not walk, walk properly. I couldn't function properly because I was just so sore from all the Jeez. chair shots. I've had scars all up on my back, my face. <laughs> It's it's a really really painful it's a painful place to be but you know it's all about entertainment that's yeah. what we're out here to do is to yes. entertain the fans that come out here to pay and watch genuine wrestling and that's what we're here out here to do yes they do have a good product we we we've been coming to every show y'all have done here and it's just I love it you know it's, it's I wanna, amazing I want to I want to see Jackson him fight. Well, maybe you saying Marquise Jackson? Yeah. Marquise Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I would, Do you I would know <laughs> who I'm facing tonight? No. I am facing the former cruiserweight champion Max Beckett and the cruiserweight champion Marquise Jackson. Well, I want you and Jackson have a blood match. <laughs> oh, a blood match? A bloody match. <laughs> because that's where. Because that's where when Jackson comes out, you can come up right behind him and start hitting him. Oh, yeah. Because that's what I like, the surprises, instead of just waiting till the entrance coming out. Well, you never know. I, I just, am that crazy. I just like how people, like, hide up all, like, on the buildings. And then when like, <laughs> mm-hmm. someone turns out, they just go, nope, stop. And you just get them. Oh, yeah? Because I like the part when, like, you, like, do, like, do flips off of the ropes and then you land on people. I just like how you, like you did a finisher off the top rope and then one, two, three, we've done. Do you remember the last time I did that to Seth on a knocky and I landed on a chair? That hurt. Yeah. Very badly. I felt <laughs> that chair go up. I was like, I was like, well, that must have broke his back. See, that's that's what people need to understand. This stuff it's, is not fake. It's not fake. Yes, and that, I hate that word when people say I, it. I'm I like, hate it, with it a ain't freaking fake, man. You know? See, the thing is, we cut, most of us have major injuries. Um, a few of my friends have broken tailbones, have messed up ankles. I've actually nearly broken my ankle in that match with oh Seth Anunnaki. And, uh, you know, a lot of us have a lot of in- injuries, but, you know, we're still out there. Doing it. And that's what I love. I mean, I just, it, it's like I try to tell people, and you could probably understand too, because I've heard wrestlers say it. It's like you're out there dancing, and if this person, your partner, isn't gonna take care of you and help this match be good, then I mean, you're gonna hurt somebody, or you're gonna get hurt. I mean, that's the sad part about this business is that you can actually get killed in this business. Yes. Yes. That's why I was telling them before you came in. I can't remember his name, but it was in the '90s, and he got a D'Lo Brown gave him a power bomb, Mm -hmm. 
and he slipped wrong or something, and the guy landed wrong, and he was par- he's paralyzed from the chest down now, all because of just one little one slip. Little hiccup. And that's what just it. I want to. I'm not trying to be mean, but I want to punch people in the face when they say it's fake. I'm like, these people get hurt, really See, hurt. If it was fake, we wouldn't be training. Exactly. We wouldn't train on a daily basis to perfect moves that we are wanting to do to show to the public and to protect the person that we are going against. Yes. And that's what people just don't understand. They think we just get in a ring and just have fun. So, no, yeah. no. There's, there's a lot of training that comes through it. That's what's kind of, you know, as a kid, you know, that's what I might kind of, oh, you just getting there. And, but as I've gotten older and, you know, listened and, and stuff and just watched, it's, it just amazes me more the trust y'all put in each other. And it's just even I've heard wrestlers say, like you said, just the trust and you got to not want to, you know, not hurt the person. And it just amazes me when especially two people can flow good together and sprinkle just a little bit of that reality. And they're like, these two guys are really pissed. They're this ain't no pre-taped or pre, you know, they're they're mad, you know. And that's what I love about wrestlers who still try to do that today, you know, to try to make you leave going. I know this is prejudged when they come out, but I think that Ballard guy really beat the crap out of him. He was mad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. See, you know, that's that's all about it. We yes. we want to do our best to make sure that you go home like, wow, those guys from APW, they just they're out there. They're crazy. <laughs> they just I don't know. I want to <laughs> go see what happens next. Yes. That's what my cousin do. Some like because she's like a real big Jackson fan. And I have two. Is it just because you got the same name? <laughs> no, not really. I, I, I don't believe that. <laughs> but, but what about a Ballad Bridges? He's right in front of you. Yeah, we can ask him all sorts of stuff. Like, ask him his traveling schedule. How many days a week do you wrestle? And what, I mean, are you like on a diet and your workout routine? Because you got to stay in shape doing that stuff. I mean... Some guys try to focus more on, like, muscle-wise, and some guys, you know, like they say Ric Flair was famous for cardio, cardio, cardio. What's your, like, main thing you stick with to try to? Uh, You know, every single wrestler is going to tell you this. They have their day jobs. My day job is I do really strenuous work, 140 degrees. I'm constantly behind a shovel, behind a pickaxe. You know, I stay in shape. But, you know, I have a very high metabolism, not like, you know, the other guys <laughs> around here. I have a very high metabolism, so I'm able to keep my body the way it is. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it is a lot of energy and focus Yeah, you have to put in to keep where you're at. And see, like, guys like him, Jackson, I respect guys like him because they're out there for eight, ten hours a day in the sun. And then when they get home, they got to train. You know, they got to stay fresh. They got to, you know, and I respect that. And my, ske- my wrestling schedule, I'm usually wrestling about every single weekend. Dang. You know, today, tonight, I have Mineral Wells. Tomorrow, I have San Antonio. Golly. We travel everywhere. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to ask with, uh, how, I mean, basically, how far do you travel and where have you been traveling? Well, right now, I've been to Paris, Texas. I've also been, I'm actually, my first time going to San Antonio, and I've actually have contacts that were wanting me in Kansas, Arkansas, Canada, Tennessee, and uh, 
North Carolina. Wow. That's awesome. See, and if we can come up here and keep interviewing these guys, say we're on YouTube watching something or on TV and a wrestling show's coming on. Hey, we watched him when he first started. And this is why I want his mask. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're actually, they actually are going to be selling masks tonight. Yes. But I hope they don't cost that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that's doing it. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, like, what, what keeps you going? I mean, I know there's got to be days just like with any job that you're like, man, why am I doing this? And, man, is it really worth it? And, I mean, what keeps you going? Uh, to be honest, family and friends. If you do not have family and friends in in your personal life or in your wrestling life, you know, you don't feel like you're going anywhere. That makes sense. And most of these wrestlers that you will probably interview, we are we consider ourselves family. And that's how it usually will stay. That's awesome. That's what APW is. We are a big family. We we are always gathering up with open arms, always willing to bring anybody in. You know, it's just how we are. That's how, we awesome. were, that's how we Well, created. it's just like with this interview stuff, Jason's like, because I told him the basis of my show we started with him, I started me a podcast, and then, you know, I love wrestling and I love talking. <laughs> and I love this podcast and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, <laughs> and it hit me with all these old-timers that are dying, and their history's just going away. Like here recently in the past two months, what you had Paul Orndorff and beautiful Bobby Eaton, you know, the part of the best tag team ever, I think, mm-hmm. the Midnight Express. And these people are dying, and their stories and stuff are just going to go away if I don't start trying to get the younger generation to go back and look at these people. You know, it's not always the Jeff Hardys that's and all this. It's right now. We got to look at what made Jeff Hardy want to do this mm-hmm. and all that. So that's the basis of my show. And I was telling Jason, he's like, "We'll start coming up here, get some interviews with the guys and stuff." And oh, it just it was real friendly, open arm, and I love it. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Exactly. You y'all will always be welcome here. Because after, after, after all the matches, we're going to come back here and interview them. Yeah, I'm going to leave my stuff, and we're going to do some more tonight, too. So <laughs> so we're going to try to start doing this a regular base when y'all come to Mineral Wells, and I'm going to try to start making some more Cleveland shows. And But I'm just trying to get wrestling more out there, because I remember, especially in the 90s, like I told my nephew, he's a wrestling fan, and he hated going to high school because people would pick on him about it. Right. I said, in the 90s, I loved it because you had the Monday Night Wars, and you had – People running around going, hell yeah, and suck it, and NWO for life. And it was an amazing time. I was a young man, and you could go to work talking about wrestling and not get picked on or not get, oh, that's stupid. What do you, you know, it was a very awesome time. And it's getting that way, but I want to kind of help it, you know. Yeah, it just depends on where you are because yeah. there's a lot of people that they, they think it's just a dying breed. They think we're all just, you know, we're all just going to fade away. And yeah. Fade out. It's like, man. This has been happening ever since way before I was yeah. born. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, that, yeah, resting won't ever die. There's no way that the heart and the spirit <laughs> of everybody here is going to let that die. No, heck no, man. And as long as I'm around, I'm not going to let that die. Yeah, and that's my, that was my reason of the podcast to, you know, just start kindling the old flames. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if I can get people looking at this stuff, they'll look at the new product or if they like the new product, they'll go back and look at some of the old stuff. Exactly. To see why they got to where they're at. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's like YouTube. You said something about YouTube. Yeah. We're actually all over YouTube. My very first match is on YouTube. See? All the way to last month's match. We're going to have to check all this stuff out, bud. Yeah, you got to look it up. Advanced Pro Wrestling. 
It's because that's what I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been watching Jason most of the time, and I'm. Do you know that Jason Bruce is actually my trainer? He's the one that actually trained me. Wow. Because I've been. Because I watched you. Because I watched Jackson, and I watched your match after Jackson's, and then I watched Seth, and then I watched. I've. Strange stat more get really hurt doing this. You know how you know how long Jason Bruce has been doing this? No. About sixteen years. That's a long time. Your sister's eighteen. You know how long Shane Stratmore's been doing this? No. Twenty one years. Wow. And I know people that have been doing this for thirty, forty years. Yeah. Well, for example, look at Ric Flair. Even though he don't wrestle anymore, he's still he's still involved in it and still you know. That's another question. What, what do you think about the new product today? <laughs> it's a little wishy-washy. Yeah, see, that's me. I mean, I like some of the new stuff, but it's there's just, some of it I'm just like, dude, you feel like you're insulting my intelligence. I they, mean, they're, us personally, they don't, they keep on bringing out the same product. Exactly, yeah. Instead of trying something new, they keep coming back with the same thing over and over and over again and then it just bores people yes it's just you know yeah once you start mixing it up then you got something interesting yeah people will get start sitting down people will start paying attention i think that's what y'all have kind of really done i mean yeah y'all gotten people's attention i mean every time y'all come here i know that it's a pretty good house and cleveland when i see the matches there it looks always like a pretty good house it looks like y'all are really doing pretty good Oh, we're, are, we're doing our best. getting attention, you know. We are doing our best. Because like my nephew, for example, I've been coming and I finally talked him into going and he took his uh, sister to the Cleburne one last month. He said, dude, you weren't lying. They throw a good show. And I go, yeah, and it's awesome. The time shoots by and you're like, I want more. There's no way, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm the, the same way. Thing. I mean, I, I'm not totally like an old stick in the mud you know like i just like the old school yeah i mean I, I mean i like the new stuff but it's like you said it's the same everybody's gonna come out with wet hair everybody's gotta try to be mostly and tanned up everybody wants to flip flop twenty thousand times which i don't mind but there's to an extent you don't want to do that too much i don't think you know it's like you you do it but you don't try to just do it every every move no no you i can't i'm gonna tire myself out way too much <laughs> I'm starting to get to that age to where I'm like, oh, no, I'll just jump in every single five seconds. And it's, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I like that about you and some other guys. You mix it in good, and you don't push that too much. Oh, no. You know. And that's why I want his mask, because that's where when I get old, I can wear it for my instance. <laughs> oh, so you're going to be one of my followers. Yep. But what about Jackson? Mm. Because if you follow Jackson... You're not going to be with me. And guess who's going to be my next target? Who? You. <laughs> I'll kick him. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all girls want to ask him anything? Y'all can ask him anything. <laughs> oh, hand her the questions. Yeah, I wrote the oh. we got to figure out what they are. <laughs> because that's true. When I get older, I can... Oh, another thing. Who's, who's like your biggest... Who's, who's your biggest wrestlers? Who's... Who do you like? Who's your number one to you? Oh, I rather not comment. <laughs> you can. We don't. We're, hey, man, we're all cool here. There's 
My all-time, okay, one that I like in general or one that I've worked? Both. <laughs> one that I like in general would have to be Xander Slade. He's been my best friend ever since I started. And the one that I've worked has to be my good old friend, Seth Anunnaki. Because whenever me and him are in the ring, you, as you saw in that chairs match, we go perfect together. And we've only been, we've only hung out during the shows. We oh only know each other, we only see each other during the shows. We see don't hang out outside of work, uh, outside of here. We don't hang out anywhere else. Yeah. We show up and we just connect. See, and that's, that's just amazing because you always hear that, but you never see it live. But I do. I'm going to give you a surprise <coughs> shocker. My other favorite person I love to work, and you won't believe this, Apex. 6'6", 320 pounds. I forgot who Apex is. I don't think we've seen him at the minute. Any you will see him tonight. He is a monster. Is Dude. he the guy that has the green? He's the one that, he's the really big guy that works with the pack, with Matt Marvel. Okay. Yeah. You know that I, in my career, my three years, I've actually wrestled him five times. In the last show, when you, uh, Matt Marvel, he didn't come out with Shane, he came out with another guy. Yeah, that's Apex. Yeah. Wait, so is the guy, so is Apex was the one that said, Welcome to my house? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I gotta, I gotta give it, you know, I am a cruiserweight, but, you know, some, most of the heavyweights, like Apex, me and him, yeah, we don't like each other. He's, he's a bad, really, really, he's a monster. Yeah. But being in the ring with him is a true honor because, he knows what he's doing. Yes. I I actually feel safe with a six six three hundred and twenty pound twenty pound dude, and I'm only one hundred and sixty. Yeah. Wow. See, and that's amazing when you can, you know, find that. You know, I mean, I'm not a wrestler, but I've always heard them say that. You know. Oh and yeah. That's that's got to be amazing when you you know you just mesh with somebody like that, and it just and especially they're not even in your weight class. Yeah. Well, it just it kind of reminds me of you know when uh, Rey Mysterio was going after the belt, and I can't remember who had the it. The Great Collie. Yeah, the Great Collie, and everybody's like, "Oh, come on!" You know, in real life, that wouldn't. Now, I mean, geez, come on. It's all about telling a story. <laughs> yes, and they, if you tell a good story, it don't matter if the guy's two foot and the other guy's eight foot. I'm like you, if it's a good story and stuff. Hey, man, that's a good match. Oh yeah. You know, and and I like the uh, matches like that. You know, where. You know, guys bigger and the underdog, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. See, and think about this. Two, you're going to have two former Cruiserweight champions, myself and Max Beckett, with the reigning Cruiserweight champion of right now. All three of us in a ring colliding together. And we all have something going on with each other. Of course, I'm I'm after Max Beckett because he wanted to... He won against me yeah. over here at this show. And, you know, I don't really care for, you know, Marquise Jackson. Me and him have had our battles. Yeah. Of course, he's had to sneak attack me. He had to sneak attack me to take me down. <laughs> Just remember that. But hopefully Jackson gives him the gla- his-, <laughs> his, his glasses. <laughs> he always gave them to our little fucking face. You got any questions? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what advice do you have, like, future wrestlers? Listen to your trainers. 
that is one of the major things is listen to your trainers because I am actually one of the assistant trainers of APW. I am one of the high-flying trainers. Dang. As Jason Bruce, he is your heavy. He's your main trainer. Xander Slade is your heavyweight assistant trainer. But like I said, we we've done this for a couple years. We know how to do everything. If you think you can think of any single any move at all, and I have taken it. Oh my God. I have taken every single move that you've ever seen in wrestling. So the switch in music. I've I've taken everything, you can think of. I've taken power bombs, choke Jeez. slams, suplexes off the top rope. I've taken body slams, spears, cutters, stunners. Because I really want him to, I really want him and um, Seth to be a tag team tonight. Do you know? Against Jackson. You want a little, you want a little history about yeah. me? I used to be with the pack. I was with Matt Marvel, Shane Stratmore. And back in the day, it was Rex Reed. Okay. You know that Jason Bruce actually super kicked me in midair? Wow. Oh, wow. And I actually do have a picture of that. And it's oh. actually on video, too. Oh, man, we got to watch that. I, you, I'm pretty sure you watched me do my little training in there. Mm -hmm. When I jumped off that rope, his foot <laughs> right into my chin. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's got to hurt. <laughs> That has to break a jaw. Yeah. So I've done, I, I'm telling you, I've done a lot of crazy things. Because this is the most thing that I want, I want to see him and Jackson and Seth do. Because I want, I want them to all, I want them all to do like crazy stuff like jump off the chop rope or jump off somewhere high. Because I have the action figures that from WWE. And so I have some, and so every time I used to, watch wrestling every time I play with them. That reminds me of like when Rey Mysterio used to get really hurt and when Jeff Hardy used to get like his face all bust open, his back really hurt. And well, yeah, you just gotta remember it's not all about having blood though. It's not all about giving blood. It's all about focusing what you're having and focusing what you're gonna do. It's all about entertaining the fan and making sure that you do us. what you need to do. And plus, if you're not safe, then you could really break your leg or break a mm -hmm. jaw, break anything in your, in your body. Exactly. You got anything else? Um, Any more? Yeah, I was going to ask what, like, what would you define are good qualities in a wrestler? Like, that makes them a wrestler? Good qualities in a wrestler. <laughs> oh, this is a big one. He actually listens. Okay. He knows. He knows how to do his moveset, and he knows how to protect the person that he's going against. That is two of the major keys in wrestling. You have to know what you're doing and know how to execute it. Because if you don't, let's say, when we're bringing back the apex thing again, he actually took me up for a German suplex and didn't let go. And I landed on my neck. Ouch. I've had very, very close calls. Ooh. I've actually been thrown out of that ring with two big guys holding me up like this, and they instead of throwing me out, they threw me down. I actually, I've hit metal barricades. I've been slammed on concrete. You have to know how to protect your opponent. Okay. 
Cause yeah, because you don't protect that. your opponent, they ain't no one gonna want to wrestle with you. If you don't protect <laughs> your opponent, you you won't have any more opponents left because we won't use you. Yeah. And this is why I will be a high fly just like him. A high flyer like him, like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can teach you whenever you get older, though. Yeah. Fifteen. <laughs> like no, more like sixteen. Yeah. Okay, seventeen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds like a date. Seventeen. You what got anything you, you want to ask him, Steph? Steph's gonna. Steph might be coming to be a wrestler. Steph's gonna be like who's, a Jason. Who's your like uh, all-time favorite wrestler? Of all time? Yeah. Yep. It had to be Eddie. Like Eddie. Him. Eddie. He was amazing. God. He I was always like his entrance and how would like how like you I know, just like how be his the You video. know, one of my moves is actually the three amigos. Yes. I just, want to see you do that tonight. You know what? I might do it just to both of them, just because they deserved it. Yeah. And he was, what I liked about him, he was another one of them undersized guys that people never really gave a chance mm-hmm. and was like, he ain't going to do nothing. He's undersized. We can't put him up on the top of the card. And look, towards the end of his career, he was a main event guy, man. He was, oh, yeah. he was, I really liked him. He was very good. And of course, you know, I am. Of course, from an asylum, and I am crazy. So it has to be the fiend as well. Ooh, the fiend. I like the fiend. Me, me, me my dad liked him. I, I, me, my dad don't like Victor McMahon firing people like me. <laughs> for for a man to go out there and me. change the way that he was. Yes. And to be able to keep that sinister, you know, scary look, and yeah. be able to execute it perfectly. That's a true wrestler right there. Yeah, he, he's very good. And I didn't know he came from such a long line of, of a wrestling family. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until I started doing some research for the show on him. And I'm like, dude, he's like, man, it's in his genes. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have actually two questions for him. Okay. Oh, what you That's got? why we're here. Do you have Sister Abigail? Because <laughs> I want you to do that too. Oh, no, I don't do that. Do you see my arms? I don't throw people. They come to me. (laughs) Or I jump at them. I'm that little mosquito that you see flying around and comes (laughs) and and snaps at you. That's me. I'm that mosquito. I'm a very tall mosquito, though. Because, because only way I want to be like you when I get older, because... Because I liked your moves, like, and I, and I just like I like you, like your entrance, the mask, and I have no idea how y'all keep on wearing those pants. <laughs> every show y'all make. Oh, trust me. Yeah. Well, don't you think, we're all we're every, by the end of the day we're ready <coughs> to get out of those. But you want to know a time. secret of mine? What? You know most of those moves that you see me do? Yeah. I made all those up. What the? That's cool. The ones that I jumped off the second top rope. You know, if you actually look back on YouTube, there's actually a different move that I I do on that whenever I jump. The sen- the sen- My finishing move, I made that up. Just thought of it. I said, you know what? I want to try this. And that's another thing about being a good wrestler. Try new things. Try something out. You never know. It could work. Because that's what I'm going to try a new finish when I get a move. I don't want I don't want to... Keep on doing the exact same finisher every time. So every time when I face a new opponent, I do every new. You know, finisher. my very first finisher was actually a cutter. I'm not what that. 
was an RKO. That was my first finisher. Dang. And you know that Apex, he actually, it's on YouTube as well, I'm telling you. It's all on YouTube. He climbed all the way to the top rope, and I was just laying there. He, I guess, I don't remember, he guess he gave me a body slam or something. And he jumped, and I caught him in midair with an RKO. I love I it. I quieted the whole entire arena. That is so awesome when they do that. When you catch them like that in midair, it's just. And Max Beckett, I've caught him in midair <laughs> with an RKO. But whoever you go against, I want you to like do like a super kick to my face. <laughs> a super kick? That's Jason Bruce's move. Yeah, he's got to stick with what he does. I'm the flyer. Do RKO then. Uh, you know, here's the biggest thing about a lot of wrestlers. They all do the same thing. To be, to be a genuine wrestler, to be able to be someone that you know, that you're out, outstanding in the crowd. You have to come up with think with new things, because people will always wrestlers will always come up with the same stuff WWF did. I, I know about I know several people that use the RKO. I know several people that use the stunner. Yeah. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Already. And another one I've seen people use all the time on every level is the super kick, sweet exactly. chin music. See? I mean, Jesus it's Christ. Like, you know, it's gotten so, it's gotten to the point to where the super kick is not even a finishing move anymore. Yeah. Because they use it so much. Yes, and the young bucks. I'm sorry. I mean, they just too much, man. I mean. It, it's it's easy to it, just go out there and super kick everybody. And here's what upsets me. My son's nine. I never taught him to slap his leg when he does that. And I seen him doing it one day, and I was like, where'd you get that? Because I knew they did it, but I mm -hmm. never told him that. Let him figure it out. He goes, I seen him do it, Dad. I'm like, <laughs> but you're like nine. And it, I just wish sometimes wrestlers at the top levels would try to hide stuff better, a lot more, you know, a lot better and a smoother and not make it so. Because like when Chris Adams would do it when I was a kid, or even Shawn Michaels, really Chris Adams stands out because he's the one who really started, you know, came with mm -hmm. it. You couldn't tell when he did it. You know, you could be right there as a manager, they say, and him do it, and you not, couldn't tell he slapped his leg. And now it's obvious, and I'm like, try to hide it some. You know, what's your favorite move? Uh, I would say... A top rope finisher. I don't. I don't like the bottom ones because I don't really like it because I don't get, really get that hurt. <laughs> you want to know what I would use if I was a heavyweight wrestler? What? I would use JBL's clothesline from hell. Oh, that's a good one. You know I why? Why? <laughs> you can't fake that. No, you can't. If I hit you with that <laughs> amount of force, you're going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're See, really. And, they're really close and you know people there. think that wrestling's fake go go ahead and go look that up go yeah. look up jbl's clothesline Dude. from hell and that's see if that's he, fake yeah or not. man people say he's like he, he would laugh because i mean because he was just a big guy and that's how he was trained but people's like god a little choke that choke line a little stiff tonight if man. you if you <laughs> if you actually watch the video and you listen closely you can hear him take a grunt before he hits that's how hard he hits the guy you gotta just you gotta listen carefully because he'll actually do a big grunt or yell, and he'll he goes all wow. out. You cannot fake that. I wish people would bring back a lot more of the spinebuster. I I miss the old spinebuster. Yeah, I like Xander that. Slade does that. I don't do all that. I'm, yeah, I'm too small. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a tree. That is, that is a big guy move, man. But 
for your size and all that, though, I mean, you hold your own in there. I mean, you, I, I think you're pretty good. I mean, you hold I your think, own in there. And I think being very crazy is, you know, I, I'm, I drop, drop kick people. <laughs> what was that? Jason. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy's weird. You know, the crazy things I do is I literally jump in the air and I'll put both my feet through your chest and try to cave it in. There's, whenever I sit them, were you, have you ever been to a show? Yeah. Remember whenever I actually had them in the corner and they're sitting down? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I've seen people, because cause cause me and my dad watch older matches. And so I remember one one wrestler did it in WWE and so they like grabbed the, so like they ran at them and then turned around and put their butt in their face. Yeah, but I put my I put my feet foot. right in your no-no square. Cause that's what I've been seeing Jackson do. Jackson doesn't do that. That's what I've been seeing him do. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause I've been I've been seeing him kick people in the face. Well, you want to know what Jackson's yeah. gonna be doing tonight? He's gonna be holding himself because I kicked it off. <laughs> oh. oh. He did surgery. He's gonna need surgery after I'm done. <laughs> no, he would have to get a plastic one. <laughs> but I gotta give it to Marquise Jackson. He is he is a really good wrestler. And he is a really he's a good, good he is a technical wrestler. Yeah, he's more technical. Flyer. He is more he's more of a technical race wrestler. Out of all three of us, me, Beckett, and Jackson, I'm actually one of the one of the only high flyers. Dang. Beckett, he's nah, he's a flo he's a floater yeah of technical and you know high flying and a little bit of muscle marquise he has the muscle but he's a technical wrestler and he's su surprisingly a cruiserweight because it's about <laughs> like because it's what i like about you you're like you're always coming from it about your like what you're focusing on and you don't get distracted at all of course because if you don't <laughs> Because if you're not confident in what you do, then you, you will get yourself hurt. Because this is what I've been seeing Roman Reigns doing WWE now. He's been trying to act all big and bad in front of the <laughs> He's been always going, this is my ring, not yours, get out. But I like how just, uh, John Cena never sticks up to Roman Reigns. He always leaves him on the ground when he's attacked. Well, you got any more questions, guys? I have. Oh, I was going to ask what your favorite part about wrestling is. I need to go pee. Being able to perform. Okay. We're going to take a break. Of course. Being able to go out there and be someone you're not. Yeah. That's the whole part about this. You know, because outside, I'm a, whole, I'm a whole different person. You're a nice person. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but in here, you know, I can, I can bring out my inner, my inner demons mm -hmm. and be the Balak Bridges, the one that purges, the one that's come straight out of crazy loony bin. Jackson, if you come back for me, I'm putting you around. The one that yeah. always looks down his list and says, you know what, this is my target for today, and I'm going to take care of what I got to do tonight and make sure that he does not come back and he's not going to get out of that ring walking. <laughs> yeah. well, I actually seen two of the Purge's movies. <laughs> We're talking about wrestling, not Purge. You know, that's well, I actually... Guess you could, I guess you could ask him what, what maybe his favorite movie is. Do you want to know how I came up with my name? You ever watched The Nun? Yep. Uh, oh, I have. It's a scary movie. I seen Wait, the no first one. part of it, not the all of it. I only yep. seen the first part. With of the it. demon? Nope. There's, a, there's, a, there's a cross there. 
the demon, I see that as my inner demon, the one that's always wanting to come out and break free to have fun. Because that's what I like about, like, because I, I just like how you, like, you never break, like, you never break your own self. You always, you always break your opponent. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you break his leg or his arm or his Because <laughs> this is what I like. I just like how you go in there and focus what you're doing on your opponent right now instead of worrying about it later. And the funny thing is, you take one, people outside will take one look at me and go, no, he can't do anything. But you actually there's, there's nothing that, this dude is just six foot four. He doesn't, he's, he's skinny. And then you see me in there, and then what do you think? Oh. Like he's a big dog. <laughs> he's a big dog. You know, I was actually, I was the cruiserweight champion for a, for a while. Because I think that, I think that you can actually be double champ. Because I think that you can actually take down two people just in one match. Of course. Um, and I bet you this, if you win tonight, Oh, you're giving me twenty bucks? I'm saving my money. Oh, because that's your next one, right? Yeah, you gotta save your money for a mask. Well, my dad has to. (laughs) Well, I'm saving my money for me. My dad's gonna. (laughs) Because I'm trying to save all my money to to buy me a mask. See how see how having kids work? When they have money, they want to keep it for themselves. But you need to spend your money on them. <laughs> but this is what I really want to do. I want. I want to see that. I want to see if that's in the shirts. That's so I can get one of my size. One of my shirts? I yes. Want, I do you want this one right here? That's way too big. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a medium. Yes. Grow into it. And plus, you're sweaty. I actually, yeah, I've been sweating. <laughs> but this is like this is literally my last shirt. I came. I, <laughs> I'm taking it. You know that I actually, when I first started, I had 50 shirts and they all sold out in a day. Wow. No way. I mean, that's got to be a good confidence booster for you, man, when your merch sells and, like that. And uh, my friend actually does, he sells the masks for me. And he first, this is how crazy that you know people actually see as hometown heroes. We went to Alvarado for a show. Wow. Is whenever I was actually first facing my very first time facing Max Beckett. Oh. My friend actually brought he got, he bought fifteen purge masks, and way right whenever people started coming into the door, he sold out. Wow. Wow. And that's why I want my mask fast. And every single time that we go to every every show that we go to, he sells out right at the door. Jeez, that's pretty awesome, man. See, it's all about, I mean, it's not just about making a name for yourself, but the impact that we have on kids like y'all, it means a lot to us. Like me, I'm a family person. I love, I was born to entertain. My mom, my dad, my grandpa, they all knew I was born to entertain because I've been beating up my brothers since (laughs) I remember. We'd always get on the trampoline. We would, you know, throw each other off, drop kick each other, <laughs> do a lot of crazy stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, this is this is why I do it because I love to entertain, you know, kids like y'all. I love to entertain people, and I know that if I do the crazy stuff that I do, and I come out here during air mission just to take pictures and everything with y'all. And y'all come up to me and say, you know what? That was awesome. You did a great job. I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you did that. You know, that brings a lot to me. 
and also little kids coming and hugging you and saying, you know what, I, you are my favorite wrestler. You are amazing. You know, that, that takes a lot to us. That, that really means a lot to us. Because he's my, like, I would say he's my top wrestler and Jackson's my second top wrestler. Oh, I am, I'm your top wrestler? Yeah, but Jackson's my second. Okay, well, he can stay right there. <laughs> he is. Because I've seen you more than Jackson. Of course. This is my, this, APW is my home. Because Did you know, do you know I was actually one of the first ones that created APW? For real? Yeah. There was three of us. Damn. Huh. Tell Me? us. Jason Bruce and Xander Slade were the first three of the creators of APW. Dang. Dang. Because I that's really, cool. Because I really want your mask because that's your, when, like, when you're fighting, I can just wear it. And how long has APW been, like, together and going? Ah. <sighs> Cause I know y'all. I I, I just known about y'all when y'all started coming here. Yeah. I think the I think it was right whenever I first started was three three and a half years ago. See, that's pretty good. Y'all are still going. You and know? you know, honestly, people other wrestling organizations have tried to take us down. Really? Yes. Oh my there, god. There has been three organizations that have tried to you know you know that Cleburne is our hometown. Yeah. yeah. Three different organizations have tried to come to Cleburne and take over our hometown. Wow. But the funny thing is, we're the ones that are bringing in two to 300 people a night Jeez. while they're bringing 10. Wow. It kind of reminds you of the old territory days, you know, when exactly. the guys would try it's, to come in and it's weasel all their way in. They're jealous. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember y'all saying about that. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And I don't know why people would want, I mean, I mean, ever since the, it's, I guess it was Topps Wrestling that was here before. Yes, it's well, all every, about rivalry. Everybody, it's, yeah, and it's ridiculous because we haven't had wrestling come to town in years. Exactly. I mean, freaking years. You know, so why try to destroy another company that's bringing something good to the community? Exactly. That's how I look at it. Whether it's an artist, whether, uh, I mean, a singer or a wrestler or a guy doing a play. They're trying to provide something, some entertainment. Why destroy it? Because apparently there's no other wrestling so around here in this town. So why? Why try to ruin the only thing that we have? You know? Which color mask do you have? <laughs> the one that I have? Yeah. The one that I wear has blue eyes and a red smile. Because that's what I want. <laughs> it's very it's very tricky to find. <coughs> it took me That's it took me about three hours to find that mask. Because oh. I don't want I just want I don't want the plain red one. I just yeah, want that one. was back whenever I was in the pack. I had Dang. the plain red one. Dang. I was a very evil person. Did you know that I used to carry around a a, me, a metal hammer that I made? It was a it was a real about this long of a handle, that big of a head of a hammer that I made. And if you ever, I don't know, because I know, I know that they still have it, but Shane Stratmore and Rex Reed, I made them hammers too. Oh, my gosh. And the heads on their hammer is about the size of my hands and about that big. Oh, my gosh. Thor. And I mean, <laughs> they're 100% steel. That could break somebody's head. It can definitely break somebody's <laughs> head. Well, anything else before we wrap it up, bud? Yeah. This has been a good one, our first one. Over 45 minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah, I have actually two questions. Oh, another oh, two questions. I'm okay. sorry. Please do continue. So, 
How do you always do that voice when, like, when you're talking on the mic with the mask on? How do you always do that creepy voice? Like you just had, like, done, like what you just now got done. Like when you just had, like, just, yeah, you just died. I've, you're I've just, actually been a voice impressionist for over ten years. Dang, cause I been, cause I really wanna be wrestler. I've been wanting to be wrestler ever since I was, I would say seven. See, here's the thing about wrestling. You know that I'm. You see me in a purge mask. You see me being crazy. Well, that's, that's what we call a gimmick. It's what we are. It's what defines us. You know? Do you know the guy? Uh, let's see. How about Magnificent Malico? No, I know. I don't know. Magnificent Malico was act- is actually a really good wrestler, and he's actually a clown. Oh. The leader of the Mad World. I've, I've seen him on y'all's uh, cover page for APW. Is that him, the mm-hmm. clown-looking dude that's kind of big? Do you, know, do you know that he actually faced former WWF superstar Gangrel at our show? No way. Wow. Oh, Gangrel. Old school. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm shocked. See, we've had big names here. It's, you know. Well, just like that cowboy guy that uh, won the belt last time we was here. Oh, yeah. He was on the AEW Dark Match. So that's why I always tell them to watch out. Well, it's just like um, I, I didn't come to many of the. Or uh, <coughs> Roche Chanel. <coughs> a woman, she used to be our longest reigning women's champion, and now she's on AEW. Wow. What? She came from here? I didn't know that. No, she was actually, she actually came from uh, DFW All Pro, but she would wrestle yeah. for us all the time. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, because we watch AEW a lot. And uh, what I was actually told is, uh, you know the woman, oh, the woman by the name of Ember Moon? Yes. Yeah. She's been she been. actually used to wrestle for APW when it first started. Wait, what? Wow. Ember Moon from WWE? Uh, that's what I heard. See, that's cool because like that Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. I guess he came through when Mineral Wells had wrestling. He came through here because my nephew, when we first started watching, he goes, man, I know that guy. He came through Mineral Wells and Keith Lee, he's came through here and mm-hmm. used to wrestle. And then uh, one of the guys off of uh, the Viking Warriors or on the WWE, mm-hmm. one of them guys came through too. And I'm like, man, I need to get back to watch because that's awesome to be like, I watched that guy when you know. Now look at him now, you know. Right. That's awesome. And then you know the crazy thing is I I met Ric Flair before. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes, I, I bet you that was, was awesome. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was. A I trip. bet you that was amazing, man. He's, he's a really, really good guy. See, and them old school guys like that really uh, just I have a lot of respect for them because they're, they're traveling back then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know back then like I was trying to tell him. Nowadays, you know, on the independent scene, it's like every weekend they have stuff. I said, But before there's the independence, there's territories. Because, see, that's what we're covering next on our shows. Mm-hmm. And we're going over different territories, and that's what I explained it to him. You know, you had these territories, and you could go here for a while, and then go over here and get something new, and come back, and you know, yay! I mean, it was just totally weird. I said, but back then, though, Jackson, they would go every night. It's kind of like a a, a rock star. Mm-hmm. I said every night they was it was a legit job for them back then. Yeah, you back know. then, and now you know, since everything is on an all time high, you know, we can't necessarily. We don't necessarily get paid enough to actually pay the bills. Yeah. That's why, you know, if if I could, I'd be doing this daily. 
I would wrestle every oh, single gosh. day. You would never see me leave that ring if I if I had the choice. But of course, you know. Yeah, times have changed so much Times have changed now. a lot. Because I wanted to see Drew moves two more times. <laughs> well, you'll see him tonight, buddy, because we'll oh, be yeah, here. VIP like always. But you, but you don't even wrestle. I'll be wrestling me. tonight. Because I really want to see you, like, in, like, because I want to really see, because now they don't really, like. <laughs> Is you excited? Yeah. You're excited, aren't you? <laughs> and yes, I don't know why, but they don't turn off the lights for your entrance. Uh, like they used to Yeah, do. I know. Well, it's don't do different. that. Uh, it's it's because of the lights. Every every single place is different. Yeah, I think these take so long to start like them back these, up. If you shut them off, they won't come back for they won't come back on for another hour. Yeah, yeah, because they got to warm up or something. Mm-hmm. I know what he's talking about. Cause like these lights, if we had these, oh yeah, we'd do that all day. But you know, out there they have those regenerating lights. Oh. It just all depends on where you go, and also it's really hard to see. Through little bitty holes in my mask <laughs> yeah. in the dark. You know how many times I've nearly tripped on the stairs? <laughs> oh gosh, I bet. See, the thing is, I can't see down here. Oh. I can only see what's in front of me. So I always have to constantly look down and look around and where I'm at, or else I'm gonna run some over, or I'm gonna trip and fall on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's now, the only thing hard part about having a mask on. Which wow. match are you gonna have? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just I think it's just a regular triple threat match and what I do think, you think it's for y'all the title. Will ever yeah. yeah. Triple threat. It's for the title. I want I want you to hit somebody with the triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> it is illegal. But if it's someone that I don't like, I want you to hook them really bad. <laughs> so Marquise Jackson. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Cause he, is, I mean, he is the cruiserweight champion, and I'm going after the belt. I'm taking my belt back. Yeah, that he technically won. <laughs> and he technically won. Well, y'all ready to wrap it up, man? I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yes, and I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I need to stretch a little bit. It was but it was nice getting to know you. Yeah. Uh, tell everybody where they can get a hold of you. You got Facebook, Instagram, or anything? Facebook. Facebook, of course, is Balak Bridges, B-A-L-A-K. I know everybody gets it confused. And then Bridges, very common spelling. It's just how it is. <laughs> and then YouTube, of course, is Advanced Pro Wrestling, B-A-L-A-K. That's how you'd be able to find me. All right, people, that's where you can hear him now. Remember, check him out. It's APW, Advanced Pro Wrestling, guys. We'll all write you later. Bye. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Did you like? Did you like doing your first interview, Jackson? You tell us how was you? How was you? How did you feel? Talking to your mic now. Excited and kind of nervous, cause this is our first time ever doing this. Yes. And then last night after the show, I got to stick around and interview some more guys. This is Jason. Jason Rebel and Soldier from the Renegades and Max Volume, the one who won the Cruiserweight Championship yes. last night. And uh, the announcer, Derek Storm. Oh. We got to do him. We got know. to do the uh, owner, uh, Brock. Or okay. Rock. What's his? I'll get his name real quick. Mr. Clean? Yeah, but that's not his real name, Jackson. That's what I like him. Mr. Clean. 
Okay, here we go. We're going to look at the roster real quick. Yeah, it was crazy last night. Can't remember his name for sure. Soldier! Where is he? I know he's in here. Because he's a manager. He's like a heel manager. Where the heck is he? That dude's a little skinny. There's Max. Oh, Max Rickett. Max that's Volume what, Rickett. That's who that's they interviewed. Yeah. Devin Storm is the... Uh, we got an interview with Devin Storm. And Rock Bannon. We got a interview with him too and it was a pretty cool time jackson got to get in the ring last night a little bit yeah and wrestle with my cousin and some of the other and yeah some of the other wrestling uh the kids. guys that have kids and yeah. jackson will tell you is that ring soft at all no it's like it's very hard yeah because if see like if you get bust open like it if you, if you make one little Mistake, you might have been a pick a jaw. Yes. But it was a good time last night. Y'all need to check it out. It's called APW Wrestling. Pro Wrestling. Advanced Pro Wrestling. They're out of Cleburne. They come to uh, Minor Wells once a month, but they do like two shows a month in Cleburne. We're going to try to do some there. We got some more interviews coming up, guys. So uh, be listening and be good, all right? We got... Three more interviews coming up, I think, and we'll probably do them on some special occasions, episodes or something. So, but you guys keep checking in, I guess, since uh, we got uh, so many interviews and stuff, we can uh, split them up and do them towards the end of our show or something. So, we'll figure something out, because, I mean, we did like an hour's, hour and a half worth of uh, interviews. Yeah. We did four people. Yeah, I only did Ballot Bridges. I didn't do the rest of them. Yeah, I, he I just did Ballot Bridges. Because I like, I wouldn't get the ring Yes. Well, we are signing off, and this has been... Wrestling 101 with you. And you're the host. host. I'm your host, Jackson Booth. And I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth, his Faja. But, uh, yeah... It was fun, and we will check you guys later. Bye.